Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 126 of the Heather Bonham podcast. It's me, Heather. Hi. Uh, I am so glad that you're here. Welcome. I am, as I record this, I'm recording on January 2nd, 2023. So happy new year. Um, truly welcome to 2023. I think I, I know for me, I'm optimistic about the new year and what that might bring. And I hope that you feel the same way. I think we've all, um, in many different ways, but we've all been through a lot the past few years. And so here we are, and we're ready to move forward. And honestly, when you really think about it, that's all you can do. All you ever can do is move forward. Even standing still isn't totally an option because things just proceed. Those days just keep going one after the other. The sun keeps coming up, and the days turn into those weeks and months and years, and time does move forward. Um, a lot of us have scars. A lot of those scars are invisible. So um, I think that we all still, even several years into the, the whole pandemic that rocked the world, we all have to still be aware that people are carrying hidden scars and, and hidden stress and issues and things they've gone through. Um, but with that said, there's always time to look forward and to be optimistic and to think about what we want next. Um, and so with this podcast today, I want to share just one specific item that I've been thinking about a lot. I've been writing about and, um, and working on in my own life, and that's perfectionism. So here I am recording this on January 2nd. I did not write any goals. I'll talk about that in a second, but I, I don't have any New Year's resolutions. And I know that a lot of people created New Year's resolutions and already have either broken them or realized that they're unrealistic. Um, and we live in such a culture of perfectionism that it's very difficult for people to know how to set and achieve realistic goals without beating themselves up, without making themselves feel bad if they don't achieve those goals, because that's just the world that we live in. And that's very much a part of American society. You know, we have this mindset of you have to do it all, nose to the grindstone, just keep, just keep working, just keep going. Um, and we also have this kind of unspoken, but sometimes spoken, uh, mentality of if I'm good enough, if I'm perfect, quote unquote, then I will have more success. I will have more love. I will have more money. And for a lot of us, there's even this kind of underlying vibe of God will love me more. I mean, if I'm perfect, you know, then I'm more like him. And a lot of that leads to, it, it, it goes overboard. It leads to us going too far. What happens is we can't achieve it. It's, unachie it's unattainable, unachievable. There is no perfection in this life. And because there isn't, we're always trying to get somewhere that, that we can't. And ultimately, you'll let yourself down. You'll let other people down. They'll let you down. 
which destroys relationships because you expect other people to be perfect too. And when they can't, and you put them on this pedestal that they're bound to fall from, they will, and then you'll resent them for it. it it's really unhealthy. So back to goals. Uh, I, I did not set goals yet, but the goals that I set, I don't consider resolutions. Resolution to me is something that it's set in stone, can't be changed. Resolute, the word resolute. You know, I resolve to do this thing, come hell or high water, no matter what. And if it kills me and everyone else around me, I'm going to do it anyway. And to me, that's kind of a resolution. Now, a goal or planning for the next year, that's important, but that's not a resolution in my mind. Goals are things that are um, achievable. They are maybe a stretch, maybe difficult, but they're realistic. They're something that you can do, even if it's a challenge, but they're also things that can be changed. There is no perfectionism in goals. It's something that can be adjusted, something that you can actually take practical steps toward and look back with a sense of achievement. Um, Very different from perfectionism, very different from resolutions in my mind. So the process that I use to set goals is through a company called Full Focus. It's a company that was run by Michael Hyatt, uh, who used to be the CEO of Thomas Nelson Publishers. He has recently retired um, as CEO of his own company, uh, Full Focus. So it was the Michael Hyatt company, but his daughter has taken over um, and they, he's, but he's still involved and they produce really good goal setting workshops uh, that you can get virtually online. And the live version that I'm attending is on January 6th. So that's actually coming up this week, but I've used this process and his planners for several years. The planners, now they're not cheap. The planners are, they, so they help you with your goals. And then the planners are everyday planners that you use their paper. Um, and, you know, you write your steps, what you're going to do to achieve those goals. So very practical, very methodical, um, down to earth, but people get results, but they're not cheap. The VIP program I purchased was several hundred dollars and, uh, that's for the whole planning, the live webinar and all of that. Um, they do have less expensive programs, but they roll them out every year and they update it. Uh, but the actual planners, you can get that without purchasing the goal setting system. And you can get those anytime throughout the year. They're, they're not dated, so you could actually start them whenever. But each plan book is a three month. It's not a one year because they would be huge. They would be the size of a giant dictionary. Um, but the the planner, so it's a three-month planner. Those are around uh, maybe about $40 for a planner. Uh, so I've used, like I said, I've used those for several years as well. And so my new planner needs to get worked on. Those goals need to get worked on. But I'm starting to think about what I'll be doing for my goals. And uh, one of the things that I'm really going to try to do this year, even more, because that process gets refined every year that I do it and I get better at it. And one of the things that I'm planning to do this year is not focus on the results of the action steps, but focus on the action steps themselves. And this is super 
again, non-perfectionism, but they will get results. And so for example, one of the things I really need to work on is my fitness, partly because as I age, I just have to make more of an effort as we all do, Uh, but also partly because I'm working um, in a new position within my same school district. I'm very, very pleased. But the position will be a lot of desk work, paperwork, meetings, where I am sitting down. So as a teacher, um, this is a non-classroom role that I'm moving into. And as a teacher, I was running around the building all day. I taught in multiple classrooms. And so I was going up and down stairs from one end of the building to the next. And we, I, we work in a pretty large building. Um, I'll be working in a separate location now, uh, probably traveling building to building, and then I'll have my desk uh, in, a, in the central office. But the building that I was in, it was a big place. And so there were stairs all day long. And I would get not enough steps, but I would get, you know, three, 4,000 steps in just in my daily work. Now I'm not going to. So I really have to make an effort. And so one of my goals in working in my fitness is, or working on my fitness, I guess, is to get more steps. I have a Fitbit. I like that. I know the Apple Watch is amazing. I know it's expensive, but amazing. However, I'll tell you why I haven't switched yet. I haven't switched yet because um, with the Fitbit, although it does not do nearly all of the things that, that the Apple Watch does, um, with the Fitbit, I can charge it, and that charge is going to last about five days. And I just don't, it's one one less thing that I have to think about. You know, I don't have to think about, oh, okay, I have to charge my phone, and I have to charge this, and I have to charge my computer, and I have to charge also my watch. Um, it's just more convenient. And that's been one real reason that I have not switched over onto into an Apple Watch. Um, so, with my Fitbit, of course, it counts steps. And everyone hears the thing about 10,000 steps a day. And I know, I know that that is kind of a made up marketing thing from a Japanese pedometer company, I think in the 1950s. However, I've read a lot and it really says 10 to 12,000 steps a day is a, a good goal for a lot of us, especially when in the course of a normal day, Unless you walk a lot. Now, if you live in a city or you have a job that's extremely active, it might be different for you. But for a lot of us um, who just aren't that active throughout our normal day, we're getting just a few thousand steps. And so any increase is obviously an improvement, but that 10,000 step thing is a good benchmark. Um, But I've read, you know, 7,000 is still good. I have my watch set to reward me, give like this little, it has a little animation that comes on. I have that set at 8,500 actually, Um, just, you know, to encourage me. But a lot of days I don't get that unless I intentionally get more steps. How do I get more steps? I do that through videos. There are free videos on YouTube. I mean, you can easily find walking videos. Or things you can just put on your, if you have a smart TV um, or you have a fire stick, anything, you know, you can get walking videos. Go out and take a walk, of course, but I live in upstate New York. So today, 
And yesterday, yesterday I went to the walking trail. Actually, it was over 50 degrees today. Again, over 50 degrees. But this time of year, it can be well below zero. So outdoors, not always an option. Yes, I have a gym membership. I have a weird thing with treadmills. And I don't own a treadmill. Um, let me tell you, this is just a, a sidebar, but I think a, a membership to something like Planet Fitness is a lot more economical in many ways than buying a bunch of home equipment. Home equipment takes up a lot of room. It's expensive. If you're going to use it, great. But for me, I just, I don't want a treadmill. I thought about the when the Peloton thing was the big craze. I mean, I did think about it. I really did. I know several people who have them, used them all the time, loved them, but you know, not my thing. Um, but, but I'm weird about treadmills because I will go to Planet Fitness and I will use the treadmill, but I get this weird sensation when I get off a treadmill. Now, I am very prone to motion sickness. Very prone to motion sickness. It's kind of my Achilles heel. Um, I finally found a medication that works great, that is over the counter. Uh, but if I go anywhere, if we're going on vacation, if we're going to a theme park, something like that, what I do is I actually take motion sickness every sickness medicine every day, once a day. Um, and I just keep it in my system and I start a couple of days before we leave. So now I've gone sidebar on top of sidebar. Um, so anyway, when I get off of a treadmill, for whatever reason, I do feel pretty off balance for maybe five or 10 minutes. It doesn't last that long, but it's that sensation of if you've ever been on a boat and you get off the boat and you still feel like the world is moving, even though it's not, it's kind of like that. So like, I'm fine when I'm on the treadmill. And when I get off the treadmill, it still feels like things are moving when I'm just on flat ground. It's not that big a deal. I don't get dizzy or fall over or anything like that. It's just an uncomfortable uh, sensation that I don't really like. So I'll do it anyway. I'll, and, you know, just deal with it and it's fine and it, and it goes away. But for whatever reason, um, I'm pretty sure it's kind of an inner ear thing because that's also what motion sickness is where in a nutshell, all the research I've done, and I've read about it a lot because it's plagued me as long as I can remember um, since I was really a toddler, probably. My parents have a lot of fun, embarrassing stories about that. But um, anyway, what I've read is it's your eyes and your inner ear signals don't match up. So what you're seeing when you're in a car, for example, you're moving. For whatever reason, when you're driving, you don't get motion sickness because you see the horizon, you see and you're in control of the movement of the car. Um, but as a passenger, you do. It's just weird. Anyway, so don't love treadmills. I'll do them if I need to. Uh, but I need to get those steps in. So I really am going to bring this back to the topic. Definitely been on a tangent here. Um, so when... I need to get steps in. I have a variety of ways that I can do that easily. Even if I'm at home, I mean, I could be in my, in my sweatpants and my PJs, you know, just in my socks, not even have to put shoes on and I can still get those steps in. So I have a lot of control over that type of a goal versus saying, I am going to go out and walk three miles or two miles every single day. 
But what I, uh, an easier goal and a more realistic goal is to say, I'm going to get 10,000 steps at least five days a week. Or I've really, and I've toyed with this idea too, and I may do this. Um, I will get a minimum of 50,000 steps per week, which do the math on that. That actually is less than 8,000 steps a day. It's a little over 7,000 steps a day. But over the course of a week, that gives me leeway. If I have a higher day and a lower day, um, I can make all of that work. So I'm thinking, I'm just kind of thinking that through. That's the kind of goal that does not invite perfectionism. It is realistic, but it's effective and it gets me what I want. I mean, what do I really want? I want to be in good shape. Uh, I want to take good care of my heart, my bones. I want to maintain and even improve my health uh, for the long run. I hope to live a really long time. I hope to have that blessing. And if I do, I need a body that's going to work and, you know, keep up with me. So that's the kind of goal I'm talking about. That is not a resolution in my mind. If I mess up, oh, well, I, you know, I've heard, you hear a lot of stories that are probably true. I don't know. I haven't verified, but I heard a story about Jerry Seinfeld. And when he was writing jokes and trying to improve as a comedian, he would keep a, a chart on the wall and put an X every day that he wrote however many jokes he had to write. Uh, and his goal was just don't break the streak. So if he would write every single day, you know, X, 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 and he didn't want to break that streak. That's kind of like the the funny thing in Monsters, Inc., you know, the cartoon, the movie where, um, you know, it says like, we've had this many days without an accident. And then it has to start over at zero. Um, so it's kind of like that, like you, you don't want to break the streak. But for those of us who tend to perfectionism, and I think I have a lot of content I will be putting out. That's kind of my January theme. Um, so I have a lot of things I can say about perfectionism, but for those of us who really, really struggle with it, you know, not breaking the streak, that's kind of perfectionist and do it if it works for you. But if it stresses you out and makes you feel anxious, then, then don't, because how's that really going to benefit you if you're stressed out about it? I do understand very much. So the idea that if you consistently do something over time, it will probably get easier for you. Um, you'll make progress. You'll feel like you've accomplished something. You know, you're going to see results and we all want results. But to me, if I'm saying like, I'll do something at least five days a week, or I'm saying, well, my weekly total will be this. I, I find that more realistic. And for me, it's just more likely that that resolution is not going to get thrown out the window. Um, I was on a webinar from Michael Hyatt talking about his goal setting um, process. It was really more of a sales webinar. It was uh, about a week ago, but I had already purchased the program for 2023, but I stayed, I stayed on the webinar and still learned a lot. You know, it was a free webinar. And one of the things he said is, you know, people will make these resolutions to go to the gym and the gym's going to be really busy about the first week or two of January. And then it won't because what people do is as soon as they fall off the wagon, they just completely abandon those resolutions. They completely give up. So it's all or nothing. It's that, it's that thinking, that perfectionism of, I have to be perfect. I'm going to go to the gym every single day. And then when they don't, 
they feel defeated and they feel like they've lost. Um, I was also listening to, I've been listening to my satellite radio to the Joel Osteen channel. Now, I know a lot of you are going to say, well, what is with that, you know, super, super positive thinking and the um, kind of happy, happy, you know, Christianity that only talks about good things. But listen, there is so much negativity in the world that honestly, I like the positivity and it makes me happy to listen to it. He does bring in scripture. I like that. But a lot of his his messages, they're just very real life, very practical. They touch on issues that we all deal with. Um, and, you know, they bring happiness and positivity. So I like listening to it. So my kids kind of tease me, but that's okay. So I was listening to a Joel Osteen um, a broadcast on satellite. And one of the things he said, I thought it was really good, though. Um, he said, in essence, not quoting him, but in essence, stop competing with people who aren't even in the same race that you're in. And I just thought about that. That stuck in my mind. Um, I heard that today and I thought, it's so true because we are competing in in our imaginations with people who they're not even like, they're not even doing the same thing that we're doing. Their lives aren't the same. People have completely different challenges and completely different talents and gifts. We don't have the same job in life. And so when we're competing with people who we're not even supposed to be, you know, competing with, we should be just, they're in their lane, we're in our lane, but we're doing our own thing and we're just doing our best. Everybody's just doing their best. Um, But somehow we get in this perfectionism mindset. I just, I really do believe it's cultural, but I think that it leads to maybe not clinical, but I think that it leads to uh, symptoms of anxiety and depression. Because if we're trying to be perfect all the time and trying to compete with others and and thinking that we have to just do all this stuff to be good enough, um, the anxiety is because you never can be good enough. So then you're always going to pick yourself apart and find things that you should be doing different. You should be doing better. Um, So that's unhealthy. And then the depression part of it is it's just so exhausting and it makes you feel bad. You feel like you never measure up. You feel like you're never good enough. You know what I mean? And that that is depressing because emotionally it's draining and it's sad and it makes you feel that there's something you should be doing or some way you should be that you're not. Um, that's not uplifting. That's not how you want to live 2023. I don't. I can't live that way. I think you get to a certain age in life too, where you just realize I can't live that way. I I can't do, uh, you know, stress and anxiety and depression that I've put on myself. Again, I'm not talking about clinical. I'm not talking about, you know, uh, a medical issue. I'm talking about the mental part of it and the, um, the emotional part of it that you put on yourself. Those, those feelings of stress or those feelings of lack and sadness. Um, We can control a lot. You can't control everything, but we can control a lot. And and a lot of our mindset is the parameters that we put on ourselves and the, the metrics that we judge ourselves by. So my encouragement to you this year, if it hasn't been working for you, that, you know, Dr. Phil thing, how's that working? If it hasn't been working, do something different. 
I have really been on this journey for several years to figure out how to make the most of my time, how to be effective um, at work, effective at home, effective in my most important relationships, um, but then also have that margin and that space and room for creativity and for the work that I do when I put out my podcasts and do my book studies, um, writing that I like to do, and moving into 2023, offering coaching services as well, and just helping other people on that same path, on that same journey, because it is a work in progress, but I have learned so much, and uh, and I've I've really figured out a lot about how to get more done without stressing myself out. Um, but a lot of that also is letting go of perfectionism and realizing that making progress is better than planning and hoping for perfectionism or perfect, um, a perfect life and, and perfect work that's never going to actually happen. So with that, I hope that you have a wonderful start to new, your new year, but I also want you to know that if your new year so far, whenever you're hearing this, if it hasn't started perfectly, that's fine. Don't worry about it because all you can do is move forward. That's the only option. There isn't anything else. There's no going back to yesterday. Uh, but if you, if you made a bunch of goals and you already know that they're going to fall apart, then make new ones. Adjust them be realistic, stretch yourself, but don't exhaust yourself. Don't wear yourself out. Just start where you are. That's all you can do. If you said you were going to do a bunch of things this year, take a look at them, reanalyze, figure out what's going to move you the farther, the farthest down the road to where you want to be, and just take steps every day, small steps, and eventually you'll be closer. That time frame of one year, 365 days, a calendar year, that doesn't really matter. If your goals take 10 months or 15 months, it doesn't matter. Does it really? I mean, as long as you're moving toward that goal, it's, um, it's the old William James quotation that success is, um, it's moving toward, and I can't remember exactly how he said it, but it's the, I think his success is a progressive realization of a worthy goal. I believe that's how that, how the quotation goes. Success is a progression. You're moving towards that goal, toward, towards. I think that's the British English thing. Um, but you're moving, you're getting there, you're taking steps. And again, with those goals, thinking about, and this is, this is my, this is what I'm going to be working on this week, thinking about making them in a way that isn't focused on the results as much as it's focused on the steps that you need to take and finding the most realistic way to, to get there. So my example was actual steps, um, but it could be anything. Instead of saying, you know, I'm going to weigh uh, X number of pounds in X number of days, that's fine. But for me, uh, I would probably say, 
um, I, I have the Weight Watchers app, for example, and had a couple of friends recommend that to me several years ago. And I use it off and on, but I actually think it's a pretty good system because it, it's balanced. And, uh, and so like for me, instead of saying I'm, I want to, I, I know what I want to weigh, but instead of saying I'm going to weigh this X number of pounds, I might just say, well, I'm going to stay under, um, I'm going to stay in the blue dot zone, which they, if you don't know about the Weight Watchers app, they give you points. So it's a, it's a different way. You're not counting calories. You're not counting fat. You're counting points. Um, the blue zone is when your dot stays blue for that day. So you've stayed within the zone. So I might say, well, I'm going to stay in the blue zone six days per week, or I'm going to stay under 30 points, um, 29 or 25 days out of the month, something like that. Something that again is, is pretty simple. It's easy for you to know if you're uh, if you're reaching that incremental uh, step, it's easy for you to know if you did it that day. Um, and, and it's not too inconvenient. So you're much more likely to actually do it. So anything that you want to achieve, you have to go through a process of breaking down what the steps are on a daily or weekly basis to getting to what you want to achieve. And that can be done too. Uh, I, I want to end the podcast here because I didn't want to go too long, but that can be done with almost any kind of goal. So just think about it, analyze, you know, put pen to paper and write down and just think about realistically, how can I do this? Uh, but again, with that mindset of letting go of perfection, and I think you're going to be much more likely to reach the goals that you want in 2023. So with that, thank you so much for listening. Um, I will be back with more content. We, I have more to say, believe me, I have more to say about perfectionism because it's something that I've been working on for quite some time. Um, so more to come and I'll talk again with you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.